from the west coast to the east side and foreign lands and territories. This is Just Say It with Philip Alexander, your host with 20 plus years entertaining international audiences. There is no one, nor will be another. Grab a snack and a comfortable spot and Alright, 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 alright. Today is Thursday, April 18th, 2019. You are joining Just Saying with Philip Alexander and Gladys, what you been doing? Working, working, working. You better work that mic. I'm working it. No, you're not. This is why. Put it a little bit closer to your mouth, Gladys. Don't be shy. I'm not shy. Okay, now. Work that mic out. We're good. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are y'all doing? How you doing with this uh, wonderful Easter season upon us, breathing down our backs? We rebuke the devil. Holy do. Don't we? Gladys, what you doing for Easter? As little as possible. You go rest, relax, and let God? You know it. (laughs) All right. All right. Yes. Well... Can I introduce our guest co-host? Yes, Can we go ahead and knock that out? Do so. Let's do that. Uh, hailing from Fredericksburg, Virginia, Mr. King King. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing excellent. You doing all right? Yes, it's great to be in here. Uh, is the mic getting my good side? I only got one, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you only got a half of a good side. Yeah, I got half of a good side. I'm trying to make sure that it comes through. How is everybody doing? Is it the top or the bottom? That's a good point, too. Gladys? Sad. It's a sad. Sad. Oh, the, oh, the sad. What's sad, Gladys? Sad. It's a sad. That's good. <laughs> Listen, you know, Mr. Um, King King. Where do yeah, you come good, from? What do you got going on in your life? Oh, man, we're doing excellent. So, uh, you know, we've been working on quite a few things, you know, out there with the uh, with the House of Faith, who you with. Uh, it's the holiday. It's the uh, Easter resurrection season, as yes. you figure. So we are absolutely getting ready. One of the questions that I am asking and I've been posing to everyone is, how far are you willing to stretch for someone? Um, it's very important in this season that we understand that uh, you know it's becoming rare and rare to see people stretch. So um, I'm asking because you've had a savior that has stretched very much for you, and so I'm asking, how far are you willing to stretch for someone? So that is the thing that we are working on uh, this week. Okay. Yeah. I remember trying to stretch in PE class. That didn't go so well. Gladys, can you stretch? Not that kind of stretch. You oh, I can hamstring. stretch. Oh, I you can, can stretch. Yes, I can okay. stretch. But I don't think he's talking about that kind of stretch. Okay. Well, has the Lord made you stretch any time oh, in your life? Has he ever? He done tested, Whew. tried in tribulation. Still stretch. Mm. Won't yeah. he do it, Gladys? Still standing. Yeah. Yeah. Would, yes, still Lord. Here. Yes. Huh. That old rap song said, go ahead and dust your shoulders <laughs> off, Gladys. Dust them off. Absolutely. Well, you know, that is the reason for the season. He died that we might live so we could get up and do it all over again. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, listen, on today's show, can I give you the rundown? Auntie Wendy finally files for divorce. Oh. My Auntie Wendy. Sad. She didn't file for divorce. Uh, doctor charged for painkillers. Everybody's just passing it to the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Um, HBCUs, historical black colleges and universities, study uh, student debt crisis. But it I think is. that's every college, isn't it? Mm, well, some more than others. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. and also depends upon the you know the field mm. of which you go. You know, yeah. Hey, now, mm. um, churches burned, but God will provide. Won't a mother and grandmother at sixty-one years old. Imagine that. Mm. A mother and a grandmother all in one. At the same one. time, hmm. yeah. And then a moment with over-the-top fitness and beauty. They'll be here later on this afternoon. Of course, they're stuck in 95 traffic. We know how that goes. Oh, 95 was Don't rough. Don't we? Was it? 95 was rough. It seemed like every truck decided today was going to be their day to test their insurance provider. That's what I, well, it, you know, I mean, it was it was bad coming down this way. I, I should have got out and just walked. They were speeding to <laughs> Easter service, Okay. Um, and then later on in our local report, suicide claims two in Stafford. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. actually happened today, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you're hired. There are 20 new jobs that we're going to highlight that are hiring in Fredericksburg. And then there are some big events coming to Fredericksburg, 
let alone the ones that we might be yes. putting on. Yes. So we've got a full report for you. Of course, we've got our birthdays and many other things that we might just put in there. But other than that, listen, it's going to be a great show. We are glad that you've in uh, you've joined us. Gladys, can we go ahead and start with that positive word? Mm. Yes. Um, now that you are all in the room, <laughs> you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. So is it never too old to teach never a new dog? New tricks. I mean, an old dog or new a new tricks. dog some new yeah. tricks. Never. Right. Never too old. Was that in Chronicles? To start all over again. Was that in Chronicles or Galatians? I thought it was uh, in the retirement home. I thought it was in the retirement home. Oh, retirement the book of huh. retirement. Yes. Oh, oh chapters. Is that, um, is that before or after? Seven, Revelation? verse fifteen. Oh, okay. The book of retirement. That's after mm. Revelation. Mm. Right? After Re- yeah, you had the Revelation, mm-hmm. and then you went to the to book retire. of retirement, mm-hmm. chapter seven, verse fifteen. Okay. Mm. You're never too old to set another goal or yes. dream a new dream. Go for it. But listen, right. once you said I'm it, I'm talking what, to me. Once you said it, what are you gonna do with it? You gonna move on it, yeah. or are you just gonna set it and let it marinate? You better be able to get I up out that bed. Do it. You gotta do See? it. See, you gotta get up out that bed. All right. All right, and I know sometimes it's hard to get up out that bed in the morning, Dang. but now that the sun is coming up and it should be provoking you to get up with a you know smile on your face. Mm, in the morning, when depends I on what you do tonight. In the morning, you'll be all right. All right, um, but listen, thank you for that positive word. Can yes. we go ahead and go into what in the world? Mm. What in the world? What in the world? Thank you, Visa New LLC, for that uh, film that you've prepared for us. Gladys, you know how you just say, what in the world? Yes, what in the world? <sighs> what? I know you used to experience some things that just made you be like, what in the world is going on? On a daily basis. See? On a daily yes. basis. And well, listen, just... we're about to bring it all to you. Auntie Wendy Williams gets divorced, from Chris, uh, gets divorced help from Christy Brinkley. Mm. Yes. Now... I have reliable sources that like to DVR things for me that they know that I appreciate. So they kept the ear to the ground. They informed me of the scoop. But I happened to see this episode right here where Christy Brinkley was on with Wendy Williams, giving her the full scoop, and they were having their own chatter. And then the conversation kind of turned a little bit where Christy had mentioned that she had had four divorces. Four? She had four divorces. Oh. So therefore, and I'm just giving you the scoop on what I saw the other day, but... Four divorces, so then they got into a conversation talking about, you know, Wendy was like, well, listen, if you need some help, or uh, Christy was like, if you need some help with some lawyers, give wow. me a call. Wendy was like, well, listen, let's go step around back and have a conversation. <laughs> this was mm. all on mm. camera. So mm. cat's out the bag. Wendy ain't got mm. no shame. She's going full no, throttle she, what she needs to do. Ne- she shouldn't have any shame, you know, that. She didn't do anything wrong? No, but she's been the person who likes to keep her personal life real private. So the fact, though, that she's like kind of just letting the cat out the bag, I'm actually proud of her. That's what it is. Mm. She's done. Mm D-O-N-E. Yeah. And no one can can blame her, at least from from a public standpoint. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of where we're going now, where your business is no longer really your business. It, it it seems to be everybody's business, and you know, coming from one of those backgrounds, divorce can be a very horrible thing to have to go through. Absolutely, and um, it's it, it. I imagine for her, it's probably a very humbling situation when you've made your career off of uh, crushing folks going through it, and now you find yourself publicly having to go through one. And just as many battles as she's gone through. But I didn't see that she would crush the folks that were going through it. She discussed it. 
you know. She would get up in that okay. ass sometimes. Thank you. Yeah. Is that the truth? I, I <laughs> is that the truth? But that is. But, yeah. Yeah. but would she be? I mean, running them down for not getting hateful. a divorce or not hateful? But that is how her career started. Was she would really like get into people's juice and not be so nice about it? But mm-hmm. that's what they appreciated about her was that she gave the candid response. But Wendy was saying that you know it's interesting now that. I'm normally giving the news, but now I am the news. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why I say that that's a hard spot. You know, yes. you're used to being the news. Now you are not you're used to giving the news. Now you are the news. You don't want to put everything out there, but you kind of want to put something out there just to let people know you're okay. Especially after people have been out there slandering her and all of that. They said she's, you know, just taking the whole well, drug I mean, thing to a whole other yeah, level. Yeah, I mean, I be- uh, and, that's, and that's the thing, too, is it's it's a difficult situation just based on, you know, what she's gone through with the with the divorce, but also with her, you know, being in the halfway house and her having exactly. those, oh, those multiple yeah, different battles that, that she's had going on. Um, you know, that kind of stacks and, and piles on as well. Um, so it's it, it's just a really sad situation. I To be honest, for for me, I would just like to see how she comes out of this. And how she Absolutely. handles other people's stuff after this, and just you know, because it's it, it's something to report it, but it's another when you become the news, and so it's very interesting mm-hmm. to see you know how it happens when you become the news and you have to report somebody else's stuff, knowing where you've come from now and seeing how America has kind of had to handle you going on the camera every day and talking about the halfway house and talking about you know you relapsing and, and falling <coughs> down because America loves a comeback story. We all love a comeback story. We're all hoping for a comeback. But uh, I, I'm just very excited to see when this when this bad part is all over. Yeah. Well, can we jump into this article real quick? Wendy Williams recently filed for divorce from her husband of over 20 years, Kevin Hunter. The divorce comes after years of rumors that Hunter has been seeing another woman. Now that Williams has made the decision to part ways with Hunter, she will face a lot of tough decisions moving forward. Celebrities are sharing their support for the talk show host. And it looks like Wendy Williams m- may have just gained a new ally and christy brinkley i do encourage you to go on uh cheatsheet.com and you can actually see the video that came from the clip of the actual show or you can go into instagram as well um brinkley a former model and mother to three recently appeared on the wendy williams show morning during the interview williams brought up the fact that brinkley has been married and divorced four times brinkley joked that she was worked with her share of lawyers and can give Williams a recommendation. Williams seemed to be open to the offer, telling Brinkley, I will whisper to you during the break. See, so, mm. you know, she's definitely looking for the hook. I'm um, looking for some help. Though Brinkley has not found long-term success with marriage, she has created a successful business empire. And it just goes on to talk further about that interview. But, I mean, of course, I wish her the best. Yeah. You know? I think that's all, I think that's all we can do. And, um... You know, I first of all, why do they keep saying it's a rumor? Look, man, he on the boat with the chick. He got the girl's name tattooed on his on his chest. The it's pictures like the girl, are all the way out there. He got her. He got. They holding hands right now. They are somewhere holding hands right now, singing together songs of Jodeci. I knows what you think. I don't know what's but going on. I listen, knows. but you it's know, he actually he put out a statement the other day, and he was actually apologizing to his wife. Right. But 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 but. My source, we critiqued this letter that he wrote, and the letter was very much um, a possessive, you know, I'm sorry, but not so sorry. I put my life into this business. It was very uh, twisted letter, the way that he wrote it. You had to read it two or three times and really break down the weight. Mm-hmm. The verbiage he was using. In other it words, wasn't really an apology. It wasn't an apology. It wasn't an apology. I would like to say oh, I'm sorry. It for was the a defense that had been spread around. I really do miss the money. <clears throat> I mean, you, Wendy. I really do not want to miss the vacations <laughs> and the golden sh- and, and the golden fixtures in my house. I don't want to have to go away. Let's make it work. Hold on, baby. Don't you see? I'm trying to get things right. I wanted to say I'm sorry to Wendy for all the problems that we. That's had. exactly how it went. Though. <laughs> exactly. That's how it went. Exactly. That's exactly how it went. Um. But listen, I do wish her the best. I have been watching her since her first six weeks when she started that show. So I have a little bit of attachment to Auntie. But I definitely, we all wish her the best um, during her recovery. She's actually supposed to be getting out of recovery soon. So we wish her the best. And listen, don't get off the camera, Wendy. We love you too much, all right? Um, Moving on to our next next article. 60 doctors charged for illegally dispensing painkillers. 
Now, listen, I couldn't get one when I needed one, but they over here just passing them out like they do do fruit. Okay, <laughs> no, I don't understand. They were, do, they were doing it for favors, got, like sex and, mo- and you know, money. Kickbacks. How much did you really so, want those pain So you got to drop it while it's hot just to yeah, get a painkiller when you really have a problem. Well, I don't even know if they the really had problems. You, you better work through the pain. You that's know? why that song Busted Wide Open came out. <laughs> some okay. of them didn't really have the pain. Well, listen, they some... Just, some sixty dollars. <laughs> I know some didn't have the pain. They, well, they had a whole different type of pain. But Gladys, keep it cute, okay? Some sixty doctors, pharmacies, and other licensed medical professionals in five states are being charged in connection with illegally prescribing more than thirty-two million pain pills in some cares. For sexual favors, federal prosecutors said Wednesday, the people charged across 11 federal districts, including 31 doctors, seven pharmacists, eight nurse practitioners, Mm. and seven Mm. other licensed Mm. medical professionals. The Justice Department said the cases involve more than 350,000 prescriptions for controlled substances across Ohio. Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, and West Virginia. And maybe Virginia, too. You never know. Why are you trying to throw us up in that? Well, listen... This is Virginia. The arrests were the latest effort to combat the nationwide opioid epidemic. The opioid epidemic is the deadliest drug crisis in America history, and Appalachia has suffered the consequences more than perhaps any other region. U.S. Attorney General William Barr said in a statement, but the Department of Justice is doing its part to help end this crisis. Now, no shade, but do you know anyone that was, you know has overcome or is dealing with any type of opioid issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean I mean, do you care to elaborate how is that going for them? Is it is it as hard as I mean, I don't know any you know, I don't have an opioid issue. So is it is it that hard? Do you see the struggle? Is it for real? I've seen it personally and it is very difficult to break. Very difficult. Some still haven't. Some that I know still have not. Isn't it true that there is a pill that they give you to get off of opioid, but that is just as addictive as. Mm-hmm. So yes. in that contradiction, I mean, how how do now how do we, now how do we work that out? That's how you make slaves. <laughs> yes. yes. No, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes. That's what I'm saying. How do we work that out? If I'm trying to get you off something, but I'm giving you, you something, something that's just as addictive yeah. as what you're already mm-hmm. on. Yeah. How does that work? Now you just know where the addicts are going to be at that time of the day when you're dispensing the drugs. And when the EBT card clears. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's yeah. a doctor. He ain't taking EBT. Can mm-hmm. I get you some tea? Herbal tea. <laughs> right. Just I mean, give me your insurance card. <laughs> he's, not, he's not taking EBT. He's taking your insurance card, which is uh, which is crazy because it's like if you was going to be a hustler, you didn't have to go to all those years of school to do it. But okay, if we're going to be a legal hustler, and I, that's I guess why that's, they're getting arrested. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. Listen, if you want to be a drug dealer, we will. Well. Prosecute you yeah. just like the regular. Right, because drug that's an open door policy and they're always looking for income at the local jail. So you know how that goes. Yes. Mm. Um, from 1999 to 2017, nearly 218,000 people have died in the United States from overdoses related to prescription opioids. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, about 130 Americans a day die of an opioid related overdose, the agency says. The Justice Department said six individuals, including two doctors and three registered pharmacists, were charged with seven counts including unlawful distribution of controlled substances and conspiracy to obtain controlled substances by fraud mm. wow yeah they're not playing okie dokie not playing at all yeah. Gladys don't make me I'm gonna pat you down don't let me find nothing in your pockets girl hey trust mm. and believe mm. there will be nothing there I mean, I think it's definitely a, um, a serious issue. It is. It's definitely something that we honestly need to pray about people for. You know, people get lost in the sauce. And so mm-hmm. we, being enlightened people, we need to pray. That's all we re- really can do. Pray for the Lord to intervene. That's all we can do. Um, talking about intervene and enlightenment, you know, mm-hmm. these college, college kids. Intervene in the debt. Indeed. You know, you're trying to become a doctor, but now you yes. get 25 years after the fact, you're still, you're paying, still paying for your college. being. A, and that's why I said it's not just an HBCU. I mean, that might be the emphasis, but that's just college. Period. These days, yeah. like people are can't afford, can't afford to even go to school. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I definitely think it's a it's a larger problem. I think the reason, at least, that a minimum with the HBCU being highlighted is because it just continues to show the um, the income disparity. Yes, and I think that's where you're coming from. And the debt disparity. Absolutely, Realistically, I mean, realistically, just between you know all of us in this room, you know, I, I don't know whose parents could afford to send them to college. I mean, mine couldn't. 
you know. <coughs> so what that meant was, you know, when you got out of the house, you know, you had to find a way and you had to find your own way to do it. And that typically meant that, you know, you were going to go take a um, take a loan. And this was a this was a get it now, pay it later situation. Right. Um, unfortunately, for a lot of, you know, a lot of all, our, our children, you know, meaning that, you know, I'm talking about minorities. There is the income disparity disparity there. So there's parents that can't refinance homes to pay those loans off. There's parents that can't do as much as they'd like to do just because of the income disparity. So, yeah, I could see at a, at a, at a at historically black college, they rely a lot more heavily on the, the student loan versus other schools across the board. Not saying that the problem isn't a, isn't a larger problem, but certainly I can see that being with, with, with us and how you know we are continuing to invest in our, our children, how they meet with that problem. Um, one of the things that I had shared um, recently just in a sermon uh, together was what about the children? Because it was, it was, this was a time and place where I saw that a parent's joy was the ability to be able to send a kid off and make the kid better than what they were. It was a time when, you know, you put a kid out there and you're like, that's my boy or that's my girl or that's my this or that's my that. Now I see a situation where parents are riding around in a six series Benz and the kid is out there panhandling trying to get a couple of dollars just to take care of their education. Parents have maxed themselves on these half million dollar houses and just don't want to pay it if they had it. Um, so those are some of the issues that we really got to look at is where do we want to invest our money? Because it was a time where we cared about the future instead of the now. That's very true. Um, in this article, the student debt crisis hits hardest at historically black colleges. Long a path to financial security, traditionally African-American schools are now producing graduates who struggle with disproportionately high debt. Historically, black colleges and universities help lift generations of African-Americans to economic security. Now attendance has become a financial drag on many of their young graduates, members of a new generation hit particularly hard by the student debt crisis. Students of the institutions known as HBCUs are leaving with disproportionately high loans compared with their peers at other schools. A Wall Street Journal analysis of educational department data found, and the article just goes on, um, I will encourage you to look at this article, www. Oh, Lord, I can't see my, my eyeballs. <laughs> WSJ.com. I encourage you to look up that um, website so that you can look at the rest of this article. But, I mean, it's very, it's very much true. And the way that our economy is right now, just struggling with money in general. You know, I mean, we're going right. from housing loans to college, to, and we could just go on down the line. You and know? then another thing that, I mean, hinders is when you get out of college, you graduate with your degree, and then you can't find a job can't in that skill set. And then, so you're, already you're in not the red. going to pay. Right. So then you're not going to pay it back. I mean, Yeah. Because you don't have a job. So, You're already in the room. Yes. Listen, can I take one moment? We're going to do a call in. I need you to write this number down. If you're watching us live, share this with a friend as well. The number is 202-670-3535. The number is 202-670-3535. We've got some magical eggs because, of course, it's Easter. Um, we need you to call in right now. We need you to guess your number one through five. And that magical Easter egg that Gladys hatched earlier before we got here, Whatever. it might have a prize in it. I'm not seeing Ramses. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm just kidding. It reminded me of Willy Wonka when that girl was like, don't care how. I want it now. She won the golden goose. So it reminds me of that. Um, but listen, call in right now. We're going to take um, our fifth caller. The number is 202-670-3535. 202-670-3535. Our fifth caller, you just might win. You just might win. All right. Um, burn black churches in Louisiana raised $1.8 million after Notre Dame fire. Hmm. Now, I made a joke That's about a the Notre Dame fire, and I, then I didn't say it again because I saw somebody else made a joke, and they got ridiculed because someone said it wasn't funny. Right. So don't say it. Oh, dang He's it. tempted. I am. He, he wants to eyes. say something He's like, I got a joke. I got a joke. He's joking. He wants to tell it. He's so tempted. Yeah, I'm joking. I want to tell it. Okay, listen. This show is real, relevant conversation. Okay, I have to say it. The comments I just thought, bad. I thought that the Not hunchback did it and he, got, he ran away. Okay, you missed it. And what, he set the towel on fire on the way out? And he ran. It's the hunchback did it. 
So you're saying the hunchbacks at the police? Of Notre Dame. The comments and jokes express my feelings. Okay, moving along. It gives you a new hope in society, one pastor said. It gives you a new hope in people because it shows a lot of people have a good heart. Yes, but... Hold mm, up. They, mm, hold up. Mm. Can I give you the juice real quick? Mm. Yes. The devastating fire at Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris led to an immediate outpouring of donations and an ambitious pledge by the French president to rebuild within five years. But a continent away, the blaze also spurred more than $1.8 in donation to rebuild three historically black churches burned in suspected hate crimes in Louisiana. The fires of the three churches in St. Saint- Gladys, what's wrong? Why did it take... Mm. The fire in Notre Dame mm. to spur the donations mm. to rebuild these. St- oh Lord Jesus! I'm just saying. I came from the church <sighs> where you took up three offerings and you still ain't have enough to get that new doorknob. <laughs> You'd be like, "We gonna pass the collection plate again." You, you went to that type of church, yo, man. I went to a whole bunch of churches, man. I can tell you, you know. But anyway, yeah, one of the I went to I went types to- of churches where everyone worked for the government, so everybody was loaded. Does that mean the church got to be loaded? Yes. Okay. Hey. I went to churches too Just where saying. people have yeah. um, raked their own members over the coals in order to get the tithe. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And I was the creative director. Were you doing the raking? Yeah, hell yeah. no. <laughs> and I, as a matter of fact, I asked the pastor not to do the raking know, either because it didn't make him look yeah. all that it well. It look good. Yeah. But he People insisted that was the can. only measure. I told him to let the let the deacon do it, but he still insisted on doing it. Mm. Anyways, let me finish. The fires, because <laughs> we can go on for three hours yeah. with that conversation. Um, the fires at the three churches in St. Landry Parish occurred over 10 days beginning at the end of March. Authorities said they were deliberately set and have arrested a suspect. As of Sunday, a GoFundMe campaign donation for the churches had raised only about $50,000. By Thursday morning, donations had soared to more than $1.8 million. The money is to be distributed equally among the three churches, which were all a century old. Wow. It gives you a new hope in society, said Gerald... To Saint, the pastor at one of the churches, Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, it gives you a new hope in people because it shows a lot of people have a good heart. In the wake of the pledges to rebuild Notre Dame, the GoFundMe campaign was shared widely on social media by prominent figures like Hillary Clinton, journalists such as CNN's Jake Tapper and Yashar Ali, and various celebrities who pledged to make donations. Now listen, I understand what y'all are saying, but listen, reach one, teach one, scratch one person's back at least... Thank you anyway. Thank you. Know? you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I mean, you know, I, we ain't got nothing to do with timing. That's right. But, well, again, I hate to be like. Thank you. Let me see. This is rain. This is when the rain's coming down. Because that's what I am. I'm the rain. I'm not the sun rain right now. Down so, yeah, that's rain. No, that's rain. That's rain. That's rain. So, so, here's what we got, right? Again, it, it, it's great that we raised a lot of money. You got 700 mil. And then in North Carolina, you got 1.8 mil um, for the church building. But what about... And the, they were centuries. But, but, but what about the weightier oh. matters? You know, what about the weightier matters? You know, does does, does Flint have water yet? Does anybody know? How well, are things um, looking in Puerto Rico? But hold on, Jaden Smith went out there to cure that problem. And I don't mind. Uh, good for he Jaden started Smith. his own water bottle company. And but but him. but does it does it take one person that's loaded to take care of that issue, or is that an issue that we all should take care of? All I'm saying is it's great that we rebuilt and we took care of the churches, but are, are we taking care of the cities as well? Are we taking care of the infrastructure of the cities? Are we taking care of the weightier matters other than just the city because something happened that got published in the newspaper and that was the story to run with at the time? Is kind of all that I'm saying about the issue. It's great that we got it. Well, listen, one of our viewers even said, imagine how many people they could feed in third world countries with the money that they donated to the dumb. Uh, one of our viewers just said that, as a matter of fact. I like and that Which viewer. I do agree. And yes. she comes, she's all the way in Australia so it was watching what, us. 700 live. million? 700 million? Notre Dame? Yes. 700? 700 million. And, and, okay. Can we show that graphic and show the picture of the. Um, wow. 700 million. Of the church. Oh. So did it burn all the way down? No, praise God. Honestly, for real, yeah, it did I'm, not. I'm they glad said it didn't burn all the way down. But no, this is some million, of the black churches gonna, that have no, this no, no, images. No. Those are the black churches. I'm asking about Notre Dame. No, it did not burn all the way down. Okay, so the black churches burned to the ground, 
And they were centuries old. You can't get that back. You know, you can't. Where are you going to get the brick to build the century old? You're going to get century what old. What do you mean? Brick. To All this build money it. we got, they're going to no, find no, it. No, 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 no. I'm saying. Where are they find I'm it from, saying man? the history is burned. Yeah, you can rebuild the church and it'll be all brand new. But you got to start over counting. It's just kind of what I'm saying. Anyway, thank you really for the donations. It's it's great. You can rebuild these three th churches. So it's great. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that they can well, at least people cared enough to invest. Yes. That's yes. the bottom line. That's Whether they I'm take the money and rebuild you. or not, at least people cared enough to invest in order to be able to make that happen. Yes. Um, moving on to our next. Oh, look, can we write on time? Moving on to our next. This 61-year-old woman just gave birth to her own granddaughter. Yes. Once again, this 61-year-old woman just gave birth to her own <laughs> granddaughter. I'm telling you, that's kind of... When Matthew... When you wouldn't do that for one of your kids, I mean, it certainly raised my eyebrows. I you had to really surrogate. like uh, click, and you know, I was trying to, you know, yeah, it was, it, it's, it's very, it's very, in, in a very interesting story. You know, you don't even know what to say. <laughs> Let me read the story first. Yeah, he done already got tongue twisted. We ain't even got to it yet. Yeah. When Matthew Allege and his husband Elliot Dougherty told Matthew's mother Cecile that they were planning to start their family, Cecile thought fondly of her own parental journey. She loved being pregnant decades earlier with her three now grown children. If you want me to be the gestational carrier, as she called mm. it. She told Matthew, I do it in a heartbeat. Matthew 32 and Elliot 29 appreciated the gesture, but they thought, let's be real. It's not like that would ever happen. A postmenopausal 61-year-old couldn't possibly be equipped to carry and give birth to a baby, right? But when Matthew and Elliot, who live in Omaha, Nebraska, were meeting with re re reproductive endocrinologist, mm. I watch a lot of TV. Good thing my vocabulary is together. To discuss surrogacy options, Matthew mentioned his mother's joking offer, and their doctor, Dr. Carolyn Maud Dougherty, didn't think it sounded like much of a joke at all. There weren't any guarantees, but Dougherty was game to see whether Matthew's mother might be a serious candidate for surrogacy. Um, she's 61 years old, has low blood pressure than the rest of us, Matthew joked, when they made her run on a treadmill, even when it was turned up to the highest level, she wasn't anywhere close to the danger zone. So it sounds like she an old bird ready for, I mean, she, listen, she ain't got no problems over there. I mean, she seemed like her health is intact. Um, further along in South Africa in 1987, 48-year-old Pat Anthony gave birth to three of her own biological grandchildren as triplets, causing international media firestorm and stirring up debates surrounding the ethics of surrogate pregnancy. A number of other grandparents have done the same in the U.S. and around the globe. A 67-year-old Greek grandmother, Anastasia Antu, gave birth to her daughter's baby in 2016, making her the oldest known surrogate in the world. Gladys, you're the only one up here with surrogate uh, reproductive mm. organs. Would you carry a child for one of your own children? She ready right now. <laughs> and would it require a check or would you do it out of love? Oh, I can't answer that one. Wow. That the would take some thought. Listen, you go Would you feel like super close to the child? Would you feel super close to the child because you had the child? I mean, well, even I still as your you grandchild? Would, you know? For nine months, you, you can't send that joker back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess you would feel really close. Then, yeah. Child and grandchild because you gave birth. Oh, wow. So, and how would you explain that? Yeah, man. When they got old enough to understand. Oh, yeah, I... So what had happened was... Well, you're just a carrier. You ain't... You ain't, you ain't well, where'd they get the egg? They're... they're they're from the mother coupled, so they got it from her, right? Well, hell no. No, they were. This is a gay couple, right? But why would you get it from your mother if you got all that money to do all that stuff? You might okay, as well go ahead and pay I'm for saying. the egg Where too. Where'd you get the egg? I guess. Why Maybe does my they... child look like your mama? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> as a, okay, so uh, well, fine. Let, let's 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 pose the question to you then. As, as a man, not like that, man. <laughs> You know I'm not doing it. Like that, sir. I'm just saying. Like, would that make a difference to you, knowing if that your mom, child yeah. is coming from, from your, your your? Let's just say your mom-in-law. 
I wouldn't care very much, but it depends upon how old. It does, for me, depend on how old she is. I think after a certain age, that's just creepy. What's the cutoff age then? You just be like, hey, hang it up, mama. <laughs> you 50, it's your time. <laughs> I want to say like 50, kid. <laughs> 55 and over is too much. And I'm not going to be rude <laughs> to any of my <laughs> viewers, but 55 and over is too much. Come on, man. She in her prime player. <laughs> Nah, she's still frisky, but she's pregnant. She's still out there dipping and doing it while she's pregnant with my child. Oh, that's a hell to the gnaw. So do you come over at... she's dipping and doing it? Because you're dipping and doing it. Now, who told you Catch that. When she's turning red. Okay, black people do turn red. Indeed. Where does she be? I'm dipping and doing what? Wow. I'm not going to put you all the way out there, guys. I love you too much. But, I mean... But it doesn't mean she is while she's carrying the baby. Well, some people I mean, do that, 61. though. Some people do, but I... I and if she, can, if she can run the down. treadmill, what think you she ain't dipping and doing it? This baby ain't slowing I, me down. I, I That's what I'm saying. So, okay, so... So, is it is it then your job to go over there and rub your mama-in-law's belly at oh, night? No. Because uh, Okay. It I'm, better be. <laughs> she's going through all that pain oh, for you. Oh, you better oh, rub oh, somebody's oh, feet. Uh, no, he said belly. Well, all I got of that. to go put, over there and put, get put the symphony on. pickles and, the, and ice cream. Oh, <laughs> but you no. I mean, see, that's, see, but that's see, what that's you caught up you in. Do. I don't know. That would take a lot of thought for me. If you could do that yourself. If I could. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's a big thing. That's a big decision. a lot of thought for me. I don't blame you. I'm just saying. I think she's in. Well, listen, can we slide into, since we're moving along so nice and well, can we slide into our local report? Listen, you know, Fredericksburg is always jumping. There's always something going on, whether it be good or bad. But I always say this. We just report it. We don't make the news. We don't make it. And if we do make the news, it's going to be for something good. Wonderful. Listen, murder-suicide claims two in Stafford County. Mm. Two people were found dead Thursday afternoon in what is being called a murder-suicide in a home in Stafford, according to the SCSO. Gladys, you didn't kill nobody, did you? Oh, no, I did Mm. not. Okay. Says two people were found dead Thursday afternoon, April 18th, in what's being called a murder-suicide at a home on Brighton Way in the northern end of the county, according to the Stafford County Sheriff's Office. Around 12.30 p.m., a family member uh, reported finding a dead woman in the home. Upon arrival, police also found a dead man. Both were middle-aged. Their names will not be released until next of kin have been notified. Preliminary investigations revealed both people suffered gunshot wounds, the investigation is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we're seeing more and more. It's actually very true because yeah. I think this might have been the second story that we've done yeah. thus far in yeah. involving suicide yes. period in Fredericksburg. So it's it's becoming a problem. And usually it, it it's a murder suicide. It's it's terrible. You're gonna shoot somebody, you're gonna kill somebody and then kill yourself. That's cowardice. Can we just slap it out? I mean, why are we going to do all that? cowardice. Um, Our next story, 20 new jobs opening in Fredericksburg area. Electrician, ad sales, customer service, HVAC, ACE. These are among the recent job openings in the Fredericksburg area over the past 10 days. So listen, we bring you... (laughs) <laughs> the current news. We are not giving you anything stale. They're looking for a leasing consultant at the apartments of Cobblestone Square in Fredericksburg, Virginia. A process improvement specialist in uh, Alexandria Insights, which is in Stafford. Customer service sales insurance on Banker's Life in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, sales associate at the new TBC, which is on Garrisonville Road. Also an entry-level CSR, customer service full-time. Starts as soon as possible. You can pick up your check tomorrow. <laughs> City of <laughs> Fredericksburg. Job, job. <laughs> an ad sales account executive for Comcast. That just might be me. Home remodeling sales consultant, New Remodel USA, and Owens Corning, which is in Fredericksburg. An electrician, uh, Progressive Technology Systems in Fredericksburg, Virginia. 
a junior admin assistant for Select Society Innovations in the city of Fredericksburg, Leadership Academy, Customer Service Support, which is Select Society, uh, Select Society City of Fredericksburg. Uh, leadership Development Specialist, which is in the city of Fredericksburg, a general technician for HVAC at Fast Mart in Fredericksburg, also an entry-level position, general labor experience needed, city of Fredericksburg, customer service representative, interns wanted, city of Fredericksburg, training and operations assistant, leadership opportunities in the city of Fredericksburg, acquisition specialist, college grads, entry-level positions now available, customer service sales associates. That's in Stafford. Program management specialist, contracts management specialist. So once again, you better take that degree that you paid for, that you're still trying to pay for, and go ahead and fill out some of these resumes and send them on in. You can find that information at patch.com. 20 hot jobs in Fredericksburg on patch.com. Just trying to get paid. Glad it's making we're going to switch up some. You know, we see these big ticket jobs like this. Just trying to get paid. Um... Also, three big ticket events coming up in Fredericksburg. Now, Gladys, what big event would you like to see in Fredericksburg? What I like. And as long as you've been in Fredericksburg, something, you know, something that you haven't seen that you would like to see. Well, something I would like to see. I would like to see a major recording artist. I mean, major come to Fredericksburg. Like Celine Dion. Like that major, well, Jennifer I Lopez? I, I'm thinking major like like Jay-Z, Beyonce. Listen, these people out here will start a... Garfunkel. Yeah, she was talking about that Ron worked. Ashley. You she know, they would start a riot out she here. She was talking about Ron Osley. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, to come to Fredericksburg, that would be major. I agree. That would be major, and that's never happened. Hello. Well, listen, Gladys, we don't complain Jay-Z, about things. We just Beyonce, bring solutions. Fredericksburg, VA. Gladys, we are people of solutions. Yes. We just make solutions for situations. Wouldn't that so, be awesome, though? Well, I got a few friends I can call. Maybe try to mm-hmm. work it on out. Okay. okay. He'll have it done by next week. Watch me. <laughs> uh, new and exciting events are coming to the Fredericksburg area all the time. Whether you're looking to attend a concert or sporting event, theater performance, or a magic show, Patch's partnership with Ticket Network has you covered. Here's your weekly roundup of the top big ticket events coming up near you. Do I get a drum roll? Can somebody hit the desk one time? Thank you. Uh, Blackstone Cherry, Friday, April 26th at 7.30. They're going to be at Hard Times Cafe in Fredericksburg. The price is $68 Ooh. and up. So go ahead and get your tickets. $68? That's what they say. The Blackstone More Rats. Cherry. The More Rats, Sunday, April 28th at 9 p.m. They're going to be at Palace Nightclub in Woodbridge. $199 and up will be your ticket price. And according to this, it says 46 tickets remaining. So by the time we get done with this, all of that could be sold. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Antebellum. Saturday, July 6th to uh, 7 o'clock. Marks in Harrison Amphitheater, Fredericksburg, Virginia. $55 and up. Gladys, come on. Let's get yes. a ticket. Write that down. Write it down, Gladys. Antebellum. And we're going to be right in the front row with our T-shirts on. Yes. <laughs> Singing. Yes. Um, uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. That's all that it's giving me at the moment. It said three, though, so that's it. Well, I was looking for more. I got excited. Oh, so well, we can so put quick. one up there. Well, won't he do it? Said he would. Our other big event yes. that we need you to show up at because we want to see your face, we want to have some just hangout time with you, would be our 70s Soul Train Disco yes. at the Cavalier Center. It will be on April 20th, 2019, 5.30 to 7.30. Nine dollars, just nine dollars. I know. See, we can afford that. Just nine dollars and two dollars for your skate rental. This event is uh, well, it's sponsored. Well, excuse me, it's not sponsored, but it's put together by Just Saying, which is us. Hey, Hey. as well as the Cavalier Center and Bill Carroll Entertainment, which Bill Carroll's from B101.5. Make sure you go and listen to him during the midday. Um, but also it's sponsored by, and as you can see, this flyer that's up, we have a whole rack of sponsors. I just had to call the homies and get everyone mobilized. (laughs) And we have some VIP vendors as well. Tupperware and Paparazzi and Pampered Chef, which make sure you go back and look at 
our episode that we did with mm-hmm. Pampered Chef because that was off the chain. Fabulous finds. Fabulous finds, which they're bringing the fashion show. Oh, yes. We've got games. Um, we're having a costume contest, which Gladys and I were out in the street today getting prizes and things. So yes. that's going to be juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but make sure that you, listen, Gladys, you hold up one side and I'll hold up the other. Okay. But make sure. Oh, look at that. It looks so nice mm. and pretty. Make sure that you put this on your calendar. It will be this Saturday, 5.30 to 7.30. This Saturday from 5.30 to 7.30 at the Cavalier Center. You can find this event on Facebook. You can go under our page, uh, Philip Alexander, as well as the Cavalier Center. You can find it there as well. Make sure you just go like, click, and share it with a friend. It's about to be a good old time. Listen, we got all the homies involved. All we this is roller skating. All that's left the is to completely town, right? shut it down. Yes, yes, the only roller skating rink probably in a 50-mile radius. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but listen, it's so awesome. It is fun. Cavalier's been there for 20 years. 20 years. Long time. And they're still kicking it up just like they just opened. The building is beautiful. So make sure you come and see us for that. King King, are you going to be there? I am going to be there. I'm going to have a great time. I might skate? even try. I don't. I don't know yet. It's oh. been a while since I've been on skates. I might just let somebody else be on skates. <laughs> Are you good on skates? Maybe I'll. I didn't say good, but I've been on. Listen, the we have evidence to that. Go back and watch our videos. Wait, we have evidence good. of Gladys I, on I the roller skates. I was on skates. the skates, but I didn't say it was all that good. But she I was. Didn't she fall. was only looking for a tender brownie. That's why she couldn't skate. I almost People were dropping like their I... business cards and everything at her. <laughs> <You're such> a... <laughs> I see you on the skates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to call me. Oh, I wish. <coughs> um, I'm wish. Exa- aren't you bringing some friends with you? I am. I am bringing some friends with don't me. Don't tell. Don't. Uh-uh. That's oh. a part of the surprise. Okay. Don't say nothing about <laughs> it. But listen, King King's bringing some friends. Gladys is bringing some friends. I got some friends. You should bring some friends. Bring all your friends. Bring all your friends. <laughs> Tell your mama, your grandma, your auntie, bring your, your cousins. <laughs> bring your late night friend. Bring all your friends, okay? Mm-hmm. You mean the side and the main? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Won't it do it? Um, <laughs> um, also, another event that's coming up, I will be singing at King's Dominion. Um, I just got a phone call. Oh, dark 30 yesterday morning, the person on the phone was like, are you asleep? And of course I was like, no, I'm not asleep. What are you talking about? And it was the director. I will be in a show this summer at King's Dominion. It's going to be super, super fun. I'm looking for some singers as well. So if you know anybody who else who's, who sings, excuse me, they don't need to be able to sing. They need to be able to sing because you're going to be singing with me. I need you to be on point. Okay. But it's a paid gig um, and it will be just for four weeks. So if you're interested in that position, make sure you send me information. But it's going to be good. The theme of King's Dominion is Carnival. <laughs> carnival. So we're going to be down there. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm a feathers on or what. I don't know what the costume department has in store, but it ought to be good. So make sure you come for that. And then just to fast forward, I'll be there in the fall as well. I'll be singing at the Nativity situation, so it ought to be good. We'll be doing an Oh Holy Night and Mary Did You Know, and I got some things to tell Mary that she didn't know. So that's going to be good as well. Mm. So glad to make sure you pop in for all of those things. Um, Birthdays. Is it your birthday? Mm. Not yet. Is it your birthday? Happy birthday. Look, there he to go. You. He got Tourette's. Look at Happy him. Happy birthday. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, I'm just trying to stay well, alive. It's all good. It's clearly not your birthday. But it's I, not yours. Yeah. But we have some today. Um, can we give a shout out to Carrie O'Neill? It's his birthday. I do believe that Carrie O'Neill is involved with, uh, um, what is it, FCA? FCA. Yes, FCA at Fredericksburg Christian School. And I remember he was doing FCA at Massaponics High School while I was there. So I want to give a shout out to him. Also, Ryan Keough. Do you remember Ryan Keough from Riverside Dinner Theater? I don't. He's a little short, brown-haired man. Um, And happy birthday to him as well. Samantha Wilson. It is her birthday today. Happy birthday. And Linus Matukas. Linus Matukas was my, uh, he used to be my boss when I was working at the hotel in D.C. 
It's uh, his birthday today. King King, you got anybody on the list for birthdays? I do. I do. I do have I have a, a Miss Doris Thompson. I wanted to give her a shout out. Happy all right, Miss Doris. To you, Miss Doris. Happy birthday, Miss Doris. I know you out there in the middle of nowhere, Virginia, but it's all oh, good. Lord. Showing you some love. She must be out there in Danville. Ooh. Ooh. Or Peterburg. Well, Don't they say ca- Peterburg ca- without ca- the ca- S? Calio? <laughs> Peter Bird. It's Calio. Calio. Yeah, Calio. I think you walk like a calico cat. Out the ba- I don't know. Jellico songs for jellico cats. Sorry. Calico cats. Yes. So just want to give her a shout out. She's all the way out there in the woods. She is. She well, is. listen. She's having a birthday. Happy birthday to her. My birthday's coming up May 15th. I already put a few things on my Facebook page in case you felt like ordering some gifts ahead of time. I'll just yeah. sit that right there, okay? <laughs> um, but I do want to give an honorable mention to our over the top fitness and beauty. He was on the way. I know it's almost time for us to wrap this show up, but he was on the way. He was stuck in 95. He was supposed to be on today's episode with our beauty and health and wellness segment. I do believe he might still be on the way. Yes. But this show ends at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and it's, yeah, almost that <clears throat> So maybe we'll have to go get a drink. But um, next week, we will have him live with us. I'm excited. I know it's going to be good. He's going to yes. try to show Gladys and I some ways to burn these calories that we've accumulated over the fall and the winter and the winter and the rest of our lives uh, Lord have mercy so Gladys you ready for that I am ready I'm so ready I'm excited yes. you know the weather's slowly going yes. up it's going to be good to get out there and burn some calories mm-hmm. so next week be checking for that um, but I think that we might have covered everything else we still have the giveaway I will give you the number well, no, we went through our sponsors on our video earlier. Yes, we got them covered. I do want to give a shout out to Debrina McKean. She's a realtor in Fredericksburg over 30 years or Century 21. Yeah. And uh, make sure you go and Google her. She's one of our sponsors. Also, the House of Faith Worship Center with Hi, Mr. J. King. Uh, Hi, they are a sponsor of, of ours as Right. Who you with? Who, Who you with? They're a sponsor of ours as well. And listen... Uh, we are always looking for sponsors. So if you support live broadcasting and you support hard entrepreneurs working in the DMV, listen, we're the people for you and we support you just as much as you support us. So make sure you contact us through our business page, Philip Alexander on Facebook. And I will be the one responding. So make sure you got it together. Um, Other than that though, this has been another wonderful show of just same with Philip Alexander and Gladys Perkins and our guest co-host King King who you with look that's how he said King King, King, King who, you who you with other than that ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you watching us share this with a friend and we will see you on Saturday 420 see you yes. then have a good evening bye <laughs>